Yo, welcome to the Low Key Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Keith. And today I'm joined with Aaron Lanton, as always. And um, Tim wasn't able to make it here with us today, but we got our special guest here, Sam, from the Sam Said It Podcast. How you guys doing? Man, doing great, man. How are you doing? Pretty good, good pretty good. good. Well, thank you again for joining us, Sam. Thank you, man. We hey, appreciate you, uh, you exactly. know, joining us on short notice again. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate coming on, man. I love you guys. Man, he definitely like a play step cousin of him. <laughs> <laughs> the honorary fourth member of the Low Key Podcast. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so today we want to talk about the um, new film starring John David Washington and Zendaya. Um, she just go by Zendaya, right? No last name. Zendaya. Right. As far as I know, yeah, Prince. Um, <laughs> <laughs> their new film, Malcolm and Marie, that just um premiered on Netflix. What was it like this past Friday? That's correct. So, um, so very, 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 very interesting film. Um, we have John David Washington character, which is Malcolm, who plays this filmmaker that's at his height of success. He just came out with a film that he's extremely happy and proud about. and Zendaya, who plays his girlfriend and a bunch of, you know, arguments and relationship issues ensues over the course of a night. And so what are you guys, what are your overall thoughts of the film? Well, I guess, and, and, and to, to, you know, also include in the, in the background for this, you know, he's proud of the film, but, you know, they just came from the premiere and people have spent a lot of exactly. time um, giving him props for making this film that they felt like moved people about um a woman uh going through addiction and having uh some issues with the healthcare system and as uh, people have critiqued it you know race and healthcare kind of clashing and what that means for the film and how this individual uh person is impacted and you know how she does it does not struggle with that and the film doesn't really get much into the plot of the actual character itself um, or of, of the actual character herself, except for the fact that it is loosely based according to both Malcolm and Marie on Marie's real life and Malcolm um, having been present for her, um, you know, all of her stages of addiction from, you know, just the, the addiction part, the withdrawals, the rehabs, the, you know, all, and all those struggles in between and in the actual recovery. Right. Uh, but as far as his thoughts on the film, I thought it was um, like for, I didn't know what I was walking into. Uh, and if you don't. Yeah, if you don't know what you're walking into, it's kind of like a buzzsaw. Um, and, you know, the the volatile nature of this relationship is just uh, really, uh, you know, it takes some some getting used to because the thing that's really interesting is kind of when I was reading uh, some of the reviews and how people looked at this, they saw it mostly as just like two, um, two characters that were meant to just kind of represent pieces of something or, and then like, they felt like they, the text was the text. Like they were just shouting exactly what they thought, but not like it was more like them telling rather than showing. I disagree with that um, in a lot of ways. Um, some relationships are like that. Uh, some people do, despite what a lot of people have you think, do talk that way, even if they're black, which is a little confusing for me, where people were saying that they don't, they don't know people who talk like this. I was like, it's kind of strange, and I'm not sure where they're going with that. Um, 
but there's a a lot of of layers to this film um that i th- but i do think you have to really be able to get through the visceral nature of how they talk to each other because it, it is jarring and it, it is hard to get through it in pieces man it, it's it, it can take a while to get through so sam i don't know if you had the same experience like damn like you know i'm having an experience but this is this is rough seeing these these two people in a relationship go with each other like that i left this movie tired like if i was in a movie theater i would just been like i need to sit down and i like sam have you been sitting down this entire time i need to sit down somewhere else yeah because it it felt like peering into i don't say a bad relationship because i know you said i know relationships that are like this that are quote-unquote functioning <laughs> but to me like i said walking into this i also didn't know anything about it i saw one meme of a man in a field kicking the weeds and i'm like well, that's kind of funny i guess <laughs> i don't know the context <laughs> of it you know yeah and so when i go into it and you see that first like 20 minutes of are you mad no i'm not mad are you mad no i'm not mad okay what is she mad about okay, I'm kind of into it now. Like, okay, he had a good time. He's really hype about that. He's playing music really loud. That's kind of annoying. That's a great James um, Brown song, though. It is. And going, like going into it, it's like, okay, I see why she's mad. And now we're going to make up again. Nope, here's another issue. Okay, what else we have arguing about for another 20 minutes? And to me, that's what I left this with, where I'm tired and I also think it was kind of long. Yeah, like, it was way too long for... Like, this was an hour and 45, I think. Right. If it was like an hour 10, I'd probably take it a little bit better. Like, again, I still liked it. Like, the cinematography is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The black and white, I'm here for. Again, let's be artsy because we can. Like, I liked all those things. I liked the arguments. Because, again, those are arguments I have seen and sometimes been a part of in a relationship. So I see that. It got to the point, though, of like, okay, so are we going to find a resolution? No? Okay, then. Like, I, I now see that every time I think, which is, again, just, I guess, part of it, they're going to have sex, it stops. And there's something else. It's like, that never. I thought we were going to get some get a resolution here. No. Nope. See, that, that's the man in you. <laughs> that's the, the, yeah. the women know this shit ain't done. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, I, I think we definitely should have a larger conversation about the the resolution, or, or if you think there's a lack of a resolution. Uh, but keep, yeah. keep like so. Talk a little bit more about what you thought about the movie. Uh, one thing I definitely agree with Sam about that movie was that movie was way too long. That movie would have been like a very very bomb short. It could have been it could have operated better at twenty five thirty minutes, um, especially mm-hmm. based off what because it. Now you. Like, just like what Sam was saying, how it made him tired, it made me think about any time I've ever been around a couple and they had, like, this, like, screaming match and I feel uncomfortable and I just want to go home. And and I remember this <laughs> happening one time. Like, I was around some friends one time and they got into it and I literally just left. And they didn't oh, even yeah. know I was gone. Like, I just left and went home. I just couldn't – I couldn't take it. And um, that's kind of how this film is. Like, it's just back and forth. It's just like um, it's like watching a is a straight up fight like a if if we had an action movie where you got two people that's fighting the whole movie and then somewhere in between they might stop for a second to take a break and then they'd be like oh, okay we're cool we 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 reach common ground 
and they started back scrapping again. That's that's why I felt it was just a lot of that back and forth. Um, another thing I would say about the director, um, I think he is in in his own right a type of a visionary. From because um, I was talking about earlier how I like on Euphoria a lot. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I know about him is just sometimes he makes these films where I think it's or, or these stories where it's kind of hard to pinpoint what's the theme of the story, you know. But he also writes characters that seem very believable and true to life, right? So in 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 you know I I want you to finish your point, but it does seem like based on because this is my first time um, viewing any of uh, Sam Levinson's work. Mm-hmm. It seems like. Because I mean, he he's kind of doing like a thesis on film theory and, and or, or creation of film in in different parts of this movie, like that aren't even super, you know, focused on just like the relationship between the characters. And so it it actually does roll back to that eventually how, how it impacts them and and how their relationship works. But he talks a lot about like you know what he believes film is, and it doesn't have to have a certain kind of theme and it doesn't have to do this and it doesn't have to do that and we can get into that stuff later but it seems like the purity of the form of the medium to him is in some ways more important than like laying out thematically how it should be and it does seem like he doesn't want to conform to story arcs that we you know have where it's like okay you have your rise in action and climaxing fall like he doesn't at least in this he doesn't write it that way really well that's and that's that's fine but he also talks about um he has his argument with maria about authenticity Mm -hmm. how people always talk about authenticity Mm -hmm. and how you pretty much you you create a film that's not so he kind of if if that's the thing and he kind of contradicts himself because he talks about how in a way how pretty much that film is an art form and it's and it's made to not be completely authentic at the same time and i think like a lot of these um well, well how is that contradictory though just to be clear because i'm i'm trying to follow that thread. because on one end as as in what you're saying to your point he's saying well the um the it doesn't have to have a thing we don't have to follow these particular rules it's supposed to you know be just this pure thing in itself so therefore it's an it's authentic, authentic. It's authenticity. But well, okay, so it's like he's trying I, to break break the rules, but also refer back to the rules when it fits. But, but at the same time, what he speak well, and this is my interpretation of how that was stated there. The art form itself, because he, he talks about authenticity being nothing on its own. Like unless you, as a filmmaker, can find ways to bring out what is. Uh, moving about that authenticity mm-hmm. he said that's nothing more than like a youtube video and oh, well, that does make sense then so so I'm, and I'm saying this is what he said in the film through the character of malcolm mm-hmm. so in that way i get that and that does make sense because like you could have somebody who from the street say for example and he'd be like yeah i'm gonna just go out and make some films it's like if you don't know you know actually this happened in um oh my oh, god i can't think of the name of it oh on the bluff <laughs> oh well that too but the the, shit, the movie <laughs> that's a deep cut yeah, oh, no the the movie that that uh, we talked about that was based in dc oh man it's skipping me right now um we reviewed it residue. not that long ago yes thank you residue residue literally the 
characters going back home to make this film, you know, um, could he have done a film like that, that character in his mind, right? Could he have done what he wanted to accomplish without going to film school and, you know, getting an understanding of, you know, how to use a camera and lighting and sound and all that. I mean, maybe, but, you know, it, it could end up being a lot rougher than it could and, and not really bring out, you know, uh, the, the sort of uh, kind of the, the real art of the medium that maybe he wanted to represent. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah, I I don't think know. it's, it's interesting. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting argument, I guess, in that sense. I was going to also say that with the director, like with um, what he did with Euphoria, he based that off of his life, even mm-hmm. though like Zendaya play, in a way plays him and what he went through as being um, addicted to drugs when he was in high school. And see, it's so, interesting, though, because he's talking about this idea of like, in general, you know, when Marie is talking about authenticity and you speak, they're saying, Malcolm, you are speaking authentically <clears throat> with a female character. How do you do that? Right. And there's this That's idea of like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he, he's finding ways to express, you know, how, you know, it, it you know, it's like, okay, it, if you find a way to tell a story, and you mix some stuff in it, is that stealing? Some people mm-hmm. might see it that way. Others don't. And, and like, I definitely that, don't. <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, you're a filmmaker, too. Yeah. And there's, there's some questions I have for you about that later. But, you know, in general, for the most part, anybody who, well, you're talking about the people behind the camera, front of the camera. It's not like, you know, a lot of people, maybe John Singleton to some degree. I don't know much of John Singleton's background, say, for example. But if you're looking at Boys in the Hood, I mean, like, how many people went through that shit exactly that way? Were right. they observers? Did they just read stories and then they knew how to make a good film out of that? Like, yeah, hell, I mean, that's that's most people in in who are musicians, even for example, they build personas, they say whatever they say, and I mean, but they're not living a lot of that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, because we definitely see that a lot with rappers. I mean, Ozzy Osbourne wasn't actually a, a you know living that life. He biting <laughs> fake bats heads off on stage and shit, but I mean, he's not a satanist. Um, that was something else I was gonna say. Um, and in comparison to this film in Euphoria, one thing, one of the comments that they said about Euphoria was how the um, the teenagers are in the show, like pretty much saying that 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 they were exploiting teenagers or this is not how kids act and so on and so forth. And it's very similar to some I feel like in a way some of the comments that people are having about Malcolm and Marie, but in a different different way. Okay, how so? Like, just like, we're, I think we were talking about this before we got on here, how they were trying to say, like, um, <laughs> how the characters were talking, how we don't know any people that talk like this. I find that kind of offensive, honestly. Right. Yeah. Did you ever tell Sam Sam your story? No. Um, so, no story. <laughs> story time. Uh, I don't want to bust people out and say which. I, I actually remember the course number, too, but it was a, a creative writing course I was taking uh, for, for writing fiction. And uh, I was the only black person in the class. And um, <laughs> I remember the professor and everything. I love that guy. Uh, but anyway, the way this course worked in one of the assignments, like you had to write, I want to say it was like 10 to 20 pages of a story. Okay. You know, it, I mean, it could be a short story. It could be 
you know, novel you want to do, whatever, right? But you have to write that. And you have to, sh- to print out all these copies, share with the class, and then everybody critique your shit. And it'd be like two people every day. And then, you know, you make notes and hand it to people, whatever. And one of the um, critiques I received as we're, you know, sitting in this semicircle, um, one of the characters, it was not a big word. I don't remember what it was. It may have been capricious. It might have been expeditiously. It might, I mean, these aren't two words I consider like that big a damn deal. But um, again, I'm the only black person in the class. Everybody else white. And the person uh, said, well, you know, you have this character talking. Um, and I just don't feel like they use this word. And whatever word it was, they underlined and said it out loud. And I was like, I mean, it was a black person saying the word. And the professor looks at me and, and I'm like, I mean, <laughs> should I do what you're going to do? He's like, um, um, so, you know, Aaron did write this story. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how far I want to go with what words people would and wouldn't say. Um, there wasn't exactly an examine your bias moment, but the person was flush red for a moment. And then they tried to keep going like ain't shit happening. <laughs> but I don't, th- it was weird because like I would read some of the, the reviews from this movie and, and there was a lot of stuff where people were like, folks don't talk like this. And I'm like, eh. I mean, because they were getting caught up, not just like in the content, but like the actual kind of syntax and, and manner in which they were talking. Like they think people don't say the N word and then use a GRE word right next to it. Right. Which is, yeah, it happens all the time, guys. It like, definitely I mean, do. It, it's, you know, I don't know. It, I, I really do feel like even the way in which, you know, you have Malcolm just riffing for long periods of time, uh, you know, with really flipping and, and uh, coarse language, no plenty of people who do that. Uh, they don't do it in at the red carpet, no. But when they get to the house and and they you know just among friends, yeah, they talk right. about wow. Well, we used to it. talk mad shit after work. Me, you, and Kevin. Yeah, yeah. It be to about three, four o'clock in the morning. Why y'all saying the most crazy hands on fight night? I, oh, um, then, man! All right, look, man. Like, no, tell no <laughs> lies over here now. But, but was, <laughs> so, so, Sam, did you have you ever had that type of situation before? I know I haven't. Like, everybody, like you talk how you talk. So, <laughs> right, like it's the struggle of the African American when it comes to speech is something that you just kind of live with. Mm-hmm. It's it's the oh, you talk different. You know, it's the person that you talk to on the street that's like, yo, man, you educated. And I'm like, what, 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 does, that, what does that mean? Like, you read the books and shit? Right. He's like, I, I mean... Fucking schoolboy. Right. Like, I read Batman. Does that count? Like, right. like it's, it's one of those things, like, as again, growing up as a kid, not just, like, the way I talk, but again, also the music I listened to. Like, I, I was that kid in a black school that loved sync, but couldn't tell anybody. Yeah, did tell hey, someone all of a sudden, oh, you listen to that white music? Man, I'm just, I think the beats got like. Man, every little thing I do, never <laughs> seems enough for you. You don't want to lose it again. You know, I'm like, not I'm, like not, I'm not even going to lie. Like back in the day, the Britney versus Christina, I was team Christina. And I was well, singing. Well, could really sing, though. I mean, that too, that, that was also part of why I, mean, I chose she, Christina. I mean, that's just... That, 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 yeah, that's, let's <laughs> say it was singing talent is why I chose Christina and nothing else right. Spanish. Um, <laughs> but 
growing up with that where like even for my mom like my mother used to work at this hospital where again it was like oh yeah she's on the phones because she spoke a certain way and oh, yeah. you know growing up with that it's like yeah this is just how i speak you know this this is just the way i grew up sure you know do i listen to the hippity hop like everybody else sure i do hippity hop. I, you know i can i fit in most situations sure but i also understand that from the way I speak, there are going to be some people who look at me, especially in the African community, who will be like, no, you, you don't sound like, like, you, like I, I sound. And it's like, well, again, I still understand what you're trying to say. But, like, but I, guess, I guess the other thing, too, though, and, and I, I wonder what you guys think about this since you were talking about length. Do you feel like the, the movie riffs a little too long or maybe even be masturbatory with how much they discuss the critique of film it, it's almost like very insider kind of conversation um right. and like it, of the the culture kind of conversation but it's not like something you might be super interested in if you don't really follow film critique and stuff like that i mean hard yes yeah hard yes okay hard yes for me um i get it because he's a, again he's a movie nerd like he, he's a film nerd i get it you know so that part of the movie i understand at the same time, if I'm having to cut this movie down by any length, that's the thing I'm pointing at. It like, went on I, It did. Giving me one or two of those would have been fine. I forget which one. I think it was closer towards the end when he's just going on for a rant and I'm like, at, I'm, I'm working on something else. Like, he's still talking about that. Right. Yeah, he's still talking about that. All right. Well, um, whoo. <laughs> yeah, I think it was after he got the review. I Although it was interesting. It was like again. It's not any, nothing in this movie is not interesting. Like everything here, I look at and say, "What is that?" Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Something just popped on my screen. No, no, you good? Okay. Um, everything here is interesting. Like I said, I love the cinematography. I like the way what they're talking about. Like you said, I honestly like them yelling at each other because it kind of shows that that's their relationship. Again, are they going to show that in front of his mother where she's whispering in her ear, you know, baby, I, you know he, did, he didn't mean to forget you, baby. Like, yeah, at that point in time, no, I'm not going to yell at that woman and say, get out of my ear. But when I get home, you're going to get it. Like, mm-hmm. that part of it makes sense to me. But yeah, definitely cutting out, again, just some of those, again, tirades about film and critiques, which to me, like I said, one or two of those are fine. If, you, if I actually sat down and wanted to, you probably have, what, 20, 30 minutes given to that by itself? Yeah, probably. I think, I think that this is really, for me, this is just a filmmaker um, just making a story about his life, you know? I feel like this was something, um, and basically, too, from stuff that I read about, was just something, you know, you just wanted to do something, let off some steam. It was, everybody was quarantined, the coronavirus hit. He wrote a script and he was like, hey, we're about to shoot this thing. Well, and keep in mind, this was produced also uh, partially by the actors, too. Right, right. So I, I don't think, you know, I think it was all written by Sam Livingston. But at the same time, I feel like they may have had some input, too, as far right. as the things they want to say and, and kind of throw in their riff on. Uh, specifically, uh, you know, one of the arguments they had and had me laugh when she called him a hoe. Uh, <laughs> When he said, when she said, all filmmakers, everybody in that industry are hoes. <laughs> well, because if you, well, I almost wish the movie had gone into what she meant because she said it, but they're not getting into the business of filmmaking, which 
we, you know, we get into like how a director has to push a story and then you got to go to a production company for budget. And then you, so you are kind of begging for money, but like, you, you know, you don't, they don't really make that super clear. Again, that's like a thing. If you know a little bit more about the business of film, that makes sense. Um, I wish they had connected those dots a little more because it, it's real inside baseball. If, if you don't know. It's definitely an industry of pimps and hoes in a way yeah. and how it mm-hmm. works. Um, <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> I get. I guess I'm still kind of old school when it comes to stories, though, too, where it's like, I think that there has to be like some type of theme. To me, it's just like you said, it's, it feels more like a thesis statement. This feels like more of a, you know, like I said, a film that you just make because you just want to make a thing. I also feel like it's a master class in acting. It's, it's a ma- yeah, it is a master class like, in acting. And acting and even directing and um cinematography. Yeah. Like that's so, so, so you you guys didn't didn't weren't into the the characters at all. That that's something I'm actually really curious about. I, I feel like a lot of stuff I read, people felt like the characters of Malcolm and Marie, they didn't buy them. Uh, we both had the same uh, like I, I don't I don't know how interested I am in the characters like just individually but like together it kind of worked you know it's, it's, it's something there where you like hmm like how did you know how did these two people get together because it's, it's definitely you know it, it, it tells you even in the trailer in the sense that this is not a love story and you know technically no it's definitely not but these people are connected in their toxicity like yeah. you would have to be on that same level of toxic to be with that person rather people want to call it love or not it's something there you know what i mean i almost feel like the movie was switching genres for just a second when she pulled out that knife <laughs> <laughs> she was just acting i well, mean okay i don't know if anyone else like when she put up the knife my brain instantly clicked on she's acting like yeah you I, did, had a, I did because i got an acting ass girlfriend and they do stuff like that well she also <laughs> 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 mess. oh mess <laughs> but like but even when like because 10 seconds before that we're having the argument that i would have been better that i would have mm-hmm. you know that i'm a better actress than what is her Man, I, girl <laughs> whatever the girl they picked the faceless girl we don't know right the only two people are in this taylor movie. Taylor, that's it. Yes, generic name Taylor. Um, no offense to anyone named Taylor. Um, it's just my name is Sam. We all have generic <laughs> names. Just do okay. it out there. It, listen, my name is Sam. I went to a school where it was like fifteen of us. It was only like twenty people in that school. Um, but you asked about the characters, and this is what it, again lends to me saying this movie is long. In the beginning, I did care about these characters because at first it's like, okay, why is she mad? Oh. That's a valid reason for this woman to be mad. Why didn't this person add her to the speech? Oh, kind of figured that out. And then it kind of kept going. And like I said, that toxicity is there. And it's like, no, both of you just bad people. Like both of you guys. Well, well, you know, not, not bad, not bad in a sense of, I think they're Hitler. Like bad is in a sense of, to me, I wouldn't date that woman, you know? This is not how I communicate, but to them, they communicate that makes way. sense. They're yeah, on that so wavelength. I say this They're though. They're both kind of pretty much narcissists. I well, see, the, I don't, I don't know, man. I, the thing is, by the time you get to the end, the thing is, I've been a person who's 
emotionally withdrawn and has a hard time uh, basically being able to look the way they put it was emotionally obtuse. That's probably not how I would put it be a lot more like it was hard for me to say what was in my heart, even to the person who I was in love with. And to be honest about anything, like even the, like near the end, she goes through all this stuff. Time I'd say, you know, I would have just real like it, when you get to the bones of it, she just wanted a thank you. Right. Wanted credit. Well, it's not credit. It's more like you do you appreciate what I bring to the table and, and like, yeah, you're brilliant, but I bring something to the table and stability to you that allows you to flourish. And do you appreciate this? The reason I say the word credit is some of the word choices she makes when it's when I met you, only if you had pretty much was a screenplay that had no real flavor to it. But when you met me, I then added credence, aka authenticity, to what you're trying to give a story out to. Well, yes, she did like do that though. And that's why I say it's I don't mean like credit, like hey throw my name inside as, as a producer or something. But like, I do mean like in the, I think, like you said, at the end of the day, I wanted you to be in front of everyone and say, Hey, if it wasn't for Marie, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't be in front of you right now with this wonderful movie that you guys but, think is but great. You, but you know, one thing that I really do agree with him. And like I was telling my girl, I said, man, people be trying to take credit, but they won in the gym shooting with you. Mm -hmm. Or what, what Rick Ross was saying, she won with you shooting in the gym. And it's like, <laughs> And I be feeling like, like, first off, writing is very, it's not the most fun thing to do. It's something you do literally by yourself. Like, like when I write, it's, it's about around five, six o'clock in the morning. Nobody else is there. Nobody's sitting there giving me notes and shit. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's quiet. It's lonely. It's that type of a process. So one thing that he did say, like I said, I, I really... Both of them are pretty much narcissists. But one thing that Malcolm said that I really did agree with was that the difference between him and Marie is that he actually moved forward with the vision. Mm -hmm. right. right. He actually did put in the work to make that thing happen. At the end of the day, if you have a story, tell your story. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, somebody else going to tell it. Well, that and, and, you know, she might have things that are holding her back. You know, like real things that are still holding her back. Maybe she hadn't completely recovered, whatever it was. You know, she was like, Why didn't you cast me? But the whole thing about that is like, I mean, did he you he got her the opportunity? Yeah, I mean, like you you did audition. You know what I mean? Like, and then like when she did the whole thing with the knife, he was like, Where was that? Where <laughs> that was, was the that? funniest part to me. Cause it's true. It's like, I man, that was some really good acting, Sunday. Good job. Right. Cause I was I, <laughs> convinced. I mean, but and, but all right, hey, let's be real though for for a second though. I'm not saying he they, like they like they both got the issues. I don't I don't like saying narcissist because I just feel like this is about the both of them have things that are not that they're not being straight up with each other about. So okay. in a relationship, when you're having that sort of argument, you're going for the for the the jugular. You just are like you're being mean. Like yes, uh, until you get to a certain point in your relationship where you know you you saw understanding or accepting that anything you're doing isn't meant to be said in malice but there are times when like you still in a relationship and you ain't got that respect level with a person where y'all just saying shit to hurt each other 
that to me isn't a narcissistic situation. It's just like kind of how relationships can be in those moments. And some people can just walk away and say, this ain't for me. But you get two people who are like Scorpios doing shit, it get real crazy real fast. So, you know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I know that relationships be like that. I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying that might be also a thing that I just personally can't relate to. Well, 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 well the only I thing I was going to say was you like super quick. Well, but the thing is, I ain't gonna. <laughs> like, how how difficult would it be, even if you're like supporting somebody and you know they're going through what they're going through and all of that? Um, they sleeping with your friends, man. So, <laughs> was that was that a true thing or was she that she said no 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 like he oh, he did. said she it did. and she said it she right. did do that through the re- during that rehab part of it where she well, was she did she good. said she cheated on him but she I did didn't, cheat. I didn't know if it was the friends. No, no, she, he, he's, when she's act. in the bathtub, he mentions that. He mentions that she has fucked somebody else, but she, he didn't say if it was his friend or not. I thought he, he said, said somebody he knew. No. The part where she has the knife, she mentioned. No, no, like, no, that no, part, she that she definitely says that. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, but, saying, was that but she cheated on him. She did. She, she did. did. Yes. Yeah, she, she cheated, did. and he knew she cheated. And they stayed together. See, that's the thing, like, I, there are moments when they're having these conversations, like, even to me, the very end, where she says all that stuff, and the, what comes out of his mouth isn't a thank you, but a, I love you, as stupid as that is, that's a thing that happens a lot. A man just can't quite get there, can't quite admit fault, can't quite just, like, like, oh, yeah, that was me. I fucked up. Just can't quite say it. And he gets there, but he get, he he finally says, I'm sorry and thank you. But he can't, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's beyond him to, to be able to say more than that. And I, I mean, I, at least I know my, um, you know, older generations than me, like they were definitely men who were very um, emotionally challenged. They could not say, anything damn near out loud even even to to their grandkids at the time and that's that's part of the reason why malcolm is always dating broken women like he's he mentioned multiple broken women to her to marie right and i think the that's part of him being the way that he is because he does never want to accept that he's the problem so okay, but but so so there. but I guess my question would be there: Is that him doing that? And I think that the script is suggesting that. But it's like when you're dating or just out in the world doing whatever you're doing, that's kind of a lot of what you bump into is people who nah, aren't you, really together. But you are what you attract, though. Right. It for right. me looking at Malcolm. Malcolm seemed to like he's drawn to that brokenness. Yeah, but he's drawn to it because in comparison. He's he should he puts he's on a pedestal, right? Like, that's definitely like he, what that's he, definitely what Marie says. Yes, yeah, he could just as well be with a woman that's more well adjusted. But the thing is, he's not adjusted, so therefore he got to deal with people who are way more broken than he is. Well, you know, it's like a great example of that is when the she plays that song for him. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, you should let him go. This <laughs> and that, and he's just like. Man, she don't sit up here and use my technique on me. All right. And then he just gets up and then he's just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I'm like, is he talking to her? And this he's talking about the LA Times review. And so she said the table, she's like, 
I mean, you know, and he's like, man, it's on a paywall. Where's my wallet? And he's never looking at all these players. She calmly talking to him. And then when he find it and she was like, where is it? He was like, man, don't even worry about it, which is probably where, where she told him to look. And then he, uh, <laughs> there was something else uh, that something else he was going off about right before that. And like, why he just, he's just like acting erratic. Now, of course he's drunk too. Right. But she's like balancing him in that moment. Like they both kind of wilding, but that's just how they are. But they have an understanding of how the other person works. Cause they both a little, you know, out there. They both are. But I think, I think in certain ways, Malcolm drives all of that personally. I think if, like, for, well, for one, it wouldn't even be a movie if he would have just went when Marie was like, look, nothing's going to come from us having this conversation tonight. So, you know, let's just let it go. It would be over. It but wouldn't have been come. a movie if she had just said out loud what was, what was on her mind in the first place. That's true. But you know how women are. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, mm-hmm. hey, look, it was a bunch of dudes going, yeah, you know how women are. First, oh, let I me mean, just get on the record right <laughs> now. Um, I didn't say that. Oh, no, real talk. <laughs> women know how right. women are. They, they know. Yeah, that's, that's where I would go with that. You know what I'm saying? Women know good and well. They want not be speaking there, direct. They want to sit there and, and play that shit for the longest. What I do. I when when a mother act like that, I'ma ask her a couple times, be like, "You okay? You straight?" She be like, eh, "All that other stuff." Then I'm finna go to sleep. They, you know. Now then you gonna get woken up. Let's say with your one eye open, just no. just to make sure. No, they gonna be good because they gonna be good in the morning. You know, it can't work like that. Or just 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 have the conversation. Then you know, I mean, that's the thing. People people a lot of time people be trying to manipulate you, both men and women. And both both Marie and Malcolm are manipulating each other, and they well, they're, they're not in that stage of their relationship. And they, like and they love to do it, like just like Malcolm even said, he said, "I love you. I love how your brain works." And the fact, like, even though he like you crazy, you a fucking psycho. I fucking love you. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the same way, the exact well, same fucking way. Yeah, I mean. I think he he knows she gets him, but at the same time, he is incapable of being emotionally open at that moment still. And I think, you know, what the the movie's doing at the end, especially like the choice of song, uh, I think it's Liberation is the name of that song. Oh, we got CeeLo and Outcast. Yeah. Um, that's a song about, you know, like, I forgot exactly how it goes. So basically, it's like, you know, I know it's been, you know, I've taken too long, but I'm finally going to make it happen. You know, I'm going to quit, you know, kind of messing around and, mm-hmm. and, you know, be more open to you. But I do think what the movie is trying to convey at the end is not that they're right for each other, but they're going to attempt to make it work. And they're both. Uh, they they got off their chest, but they got off their chest. But the person who needs to give more and and stop um, kind of looking down at the other is Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Malcolm definitely has to make some changes, but both of them do really. Both of them I do, think, but yeah, but the I thing is because really they not lovers. I I mean they really are like rivals. They more enemies than they are actual like lovers. <laughs> How long do you they, think these people have been together? It seems like because they mentioned thought, a time of like five years. Yeah, that's what I think it is because she they met around the time she was twenty. Right. 
and now she's 25. That's my understanding. And again, I'm, I guess it's under the assumption of we've been dating for at least three years, at least, probably. Okay, yeah, yeah. I Give it about three-ish. Uh-huh. Are we still in that place at three years? And again, everyone's different. Everyone's relationship's different. I can I see just, that, though. To me... Like maybe just the way my brain works. Cause I'm, I'm listening to you guys and like my relationship was never like this all the time. Like I, by year two, I'm kind of like, all right, cool. This like, it should be kind of set because I'm not going to be wasting year three. If year one and two weren't good. Well, okay. But think about it this way too. This, this would be the pivotal moment to make a decision like that. Absolutely. Cause he even brings it up. Like we like kind of as a joke, but hey, we should get married and get divorced. Get married and divorced. Oh, he was well, 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 so, so, probably gonna get married, get divorced. <laughs> well, well, but but so not not just that particular point, but just even if we just think about like literally when this is happening, which is his premiere, well, his debut it is a is a I guess a major motion picture, you know, that's going to be out in box offices and all that, and you know, uh, potentially that could have been her first big shot. Didn't end up becoming that, right? And there's a sort of potentially you could see it as a, as a betrayal by a peer who either didn't believe in you or it's like, well, why didn't you pick me? Like, what is the reason? Like, you, you know, I, you know, cause he's like, you got talent. She's like, okay, I got talent. Like, why didn't you pick me? And also he never answered that question. He really did. <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't never answered really the question. He said he pretty much gave reasons that you didn't really give it your all. You had to, you know, what is the word? I'm looking I do for? feel like that's a good reason, though, honestly. I think it's a good reason. Because she said but you didn't want like me. He said you didn't. Well, excuse me. She said you didn't want me. And, and I did think that that was not fair. I, I don't think that that was fair. Because at no point, because she even says, like, basically, you know, you, you're kind of like holding me back at one point. And I think that's what really had him. And again, this doesn't justify anything he said in the bathtub, but when he was walking around in the field kicking shit, you know, the mediocre part was kind of stuck stuck in his craw because it's like, mediocre, what the hell? But like at one point before he gets to that, he was like, I'm holding you back. Like, what the hell? Like, what are you talking about? Also, in those cases, sometimes the um, the director really doesn't have a choice over who's cast. I mean, he, yeah. like she said, you could have fought for me. Well, there's a casting oh, director. Yeah, yeah, but you know, so, but so she said... Yeah, she said you you fight for everything else you want in film, and this is exactly how you want, but you did not fight for me. Yeah, and then we also don't know about Taylor. Like, is she a more well known actress? Would she have added something? Well, he more? said she's about to become a superstar. Well, yeah, so that that might add to it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, it is kind of a business too. At the same time, you know. Yeah. So if it I is. Had, it you know, if I had the choice between you know putting my girlfriend in the film and Zendaya, who you think I'm gonna choose? Big Zendaya. I'm a big Zendaya. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> <it's kind> of, <laughs> <laughs> fuck the bullshit. Although you know this does happen sometimes with certain films. Like what was that movie that Jennifer Lawrence was in, where her boyfriend was a director? It was like the movie about like some dude who was like she went to a house and the house was changing. Oh, some weird stuff. Mother, no, mother, mother. No? Yeah, it was mother. mother. Yes. Yeah. Her boyfriend yes, was Darren Aronofsky? Yeah. I didn't know that. There's a I bunch of examples of stuff like that um, where that comes up. <laughs> and and people say, I mean, like the movie was kind of fine, but maybe she wasn't the right choice for the film. Um, whatever. I ain't seen it. I ain't got like a judgment on it. I'm just saying like, you know, that that's what was word on the street. 
But I mean, if you're gonna cash a girl and you're gonna be like you have her in mind from the jump, that's different, you know. Well, and but that's also a part of their argument is we right. kind or at least on her side, we kind of cultivated this together. Yeah, kind you of wrote that. You kind of wrote that for me, right? Now, again, I. Again, I'm not part of, you know, movies or producers, anything like that. I would also know some about insurance and to have insurance on someone who was a past person who had drug addiction might not go. Mm-hmm. So, again, there's probably something in the background. As That's well, true, actually, because yeah, they would yeah, know her background. Um, what's yeah. his name? What's his Iron Man? Robert Downey Jr., right? Mm-hmm. Where all the stuff he went through. Yeah, Where yeah. People wouldn't ca- cast him for a while. You're right. Couldn't put insurance on him because, again wild card of a person who has a drug addiction so again that part is also of it of like you didn't want me like you hear her argument oh you didn't want me and it's like that's probably not really what happened but that's how she feels about it and that's what a lot of this is it's like this is how person feels about whatever the argument is which also just leads to all you guys just need counseling like all of you guys need to sit down with a counselor to get some of this out because you're not having conversations. Well, right. but, like, but but I I do think you know as you said, Sam. The the question is like, what's the the part in the relationship where they would have those conversations? You know, like how you know how long does it take you to get to that point? I can tell you at least with my wife and I, it took us. You know, shit. Probably. Mm, I mean, it was probably like the third or fourth year before we were being a little more straightforward and honest about exactly whatever the impetus of a argument was. Yeah, you know, but y'all like, were like, y'all also were younger in the time yeah. that y'all was dating. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, we also weren't... Y'all were uh, pretty much children. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair to say. But yeah, at so. the same time, we also weren't, we weren't, um, you know, kind of living among the industry. We act, well, I'll take it back. Actually, we were. Actually, she was working... Um, you know, in wardrobe, uh, in film, theater, and TV. Hell, there were times we literally barely saw each other for like a week because she would be closing theaters and shit. Like, because I was working like 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then she was working basically like noon to like one in the morning. And this was going on for a while, you know. And so, you know, if there was an off day for, you know, a shoot or a particular, uh, you know, play that was going on. We got to see each other for a second, you know. Um, and then, you know, you kind of get to go through because we were trying to grind to get to what we were doing. You know, I was working full time and then writing on the side and, you know, trying to get some other projects off the ground. So, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I've dealt with that. We were much more impoverished than they are um, here in this point. But I mean, like he said, they didn't start there. I mean, like, we're seeing the end of a journey as far as like him taking his first step into like what could be him as like a major filmmaker going forward now that he's making what reviewers are calling a tour de force of filmmaking. But prior to that, like you said, I mean, I assume before he even met her, like you said, he worked a bunch of jobs he wasn't happy about and wasn't, you know, he wasn't making art, you know, in his mind. He was starting from the bottom and he grinded and grinded and grinded until he got better and got opportunities and all that. And he's trying to encourage her to not give up on her dream and to do the same thing. But for her, for him to see her not go after it the same way is frustrating to him. That doesn't, again, just by anything he's saying at different moments, but, you know, as, as a peer in the industry, that's frustrating for him to watch because he knows she's talented. Right. And then for her to like not do that and then blame him for that pisses him off. 
That would piss me off too. Yeah, I, I, I was like, what the hell? Like, I was getting mad. I didn't agree with what he was saying on other points. I was like, yeah, man, I, ooh, I wouldn't like that. You know, he talked about one special thing here that also caught my attention. Who has a Polaroid in like twenty whatever year this is? Like, uh, like the argue, like that argument was like, wait, what? Oh, which which Polaroid? Oh, he- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's just. <laughs> You know, like, I gotta be it, honest. Like that's just somebody doing some freaky shit. Like that—that's <laughs> someone who really liked film. But no, like when I hear all these arguments, like at the end of the day, for me at least, like there's so much that just needs to be said. And like you said, it—it it could be a time thing. It could be that they're at year three or five, whatever it is, and they just haven't gotten to no cut the bullshit. What is your problem? Oh, some people don't get there. Some don't. Some just some yeah, like, some, like I, I was just reading about Billy Joel, and I didn't realize he had gotten married to the same women uh, three different times. Like married, divorced, married, divorced, married, divorced to two different women. So he'd been married six times to two, two women. <laughs> yeah, and I can't do that. Man. Like I have a friend who we, we can't rename like nameless. Like we we were going like a group of friends were going to to this museum. I was going to drive myself. They were like, no, let's all go together. And I'm like, sure. What could go wrong? This trip from start to finish should be probably 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. This trip took about an hour and a half. The nameless was we- acting a fool. Well, what had happened was, <laughs> what happened was somebody who also remained redacted because I'm still mad at him. <laughs> the nameless redacted. Okay. But so, like, so a friend comes in the car and he's like, yo, man, what was it? it was something dumb. It was like the way you should raise like a girl, I guess, like as a child. That was like something as dumb as should she wear like the color blue because she's a girl. And I'm like, that's really a dumb question. Like, I don't care. That took them into an argument. Hmm. Her and boyfriend. And I'm like, are we, are we really arguing about a color a child should wear? And I'm in the back next is my friend's girlfriend and i'm looking at her like can i jump out the car as it's moving i think i might die but you know what if i have to choose the two and i'm like it got so bad that we got lost and i'm like okay where are Wait, where what are gear we? is this did y'all have gps go on this would be like 2009 Oh, okay. So now we so like, had, we had the, the global networks. So we might have had like that um, smartphone. Tom Tom. Like we might have had a Tom Tom somewhere. And yeah. then my phone died as well while I was listening to some kind of music to drown out that noise. And it just like it hit me once. I really love my friend. I could never date you because this is how you communicate. Because even with her husband now, this is how she communicates through mm. the yelling and the arguments. So when I'm watching this, I really want to just be petty and be like, you should watch this with your husband. So what happened to Redacted? Redacted, we finally got there. Like we, it was just one of those things that we finally got to where we were going to go. No, I mean, I mean like, I meant like, in, you know, like, because Nameless is married and, and seems like she's doing all right. How's Redacted he doing? He's, where is he? <laughs> he is all right. He also is dating someone else. I don't know. It it was just like I'm, and the funny thing is, I'm friends with both of these people. By the way, no, oh, okay. like this is one of the rare times someone broke up, and I'm like, but I like you both, right? So I'm just not going to mention the other to the other. <laughs> I knew you were going to say, it. <laughs> <laughs> just continue this. Like, yeah, I never but mentioned just, you to each other. That's cool. Like seeing this and just being like, yo, I I get it. Like some people, are, like this is how some people communicate, 
And some people don't get to the point where I want to sit down with you and say, Sam, we need to talk about X. Right. I don't like that you didn't add me to the speech. I don't like that you didn't give me credit in the movie. I feel like whatever it came up. And for John, again, Malcolm, the retort to that, like you said, when he was like, basically you need to grind, basically. Like you need to go up there and do the grind. All that to me made sense. It's like a lot of these other small things of that button, you know that when I press this button, it's going off. I will say though, I did feel it's weird because I've I've never seen it expressed this way on the top of my head. I mean, I like I feel like I've seen it somewhere, right? But it, it's normally not like a per like a character's not in a relationship with another character who makes a film about that person. And then they get to watch everybody talk about the genius of the work and what they went through and yeah. all this stuff. And they're just sitting there like, they should be talking to me. That's my shit. And that's what I kind of felt. Like, I've gone through that. Like, I've gone through the person in front of crowd thinking literally their dog. And you're like, and my name is next. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And when you, like I say, I feel that frustration from her side. That, like you said, like for... Deck Nevin? Ashley, no. Marie? No, the other Taylor? girl. Taylor, there we go. For Taylor. <laughs> okay. uh, no, generic name. For Taylor, like, like we kind of already mentioned, this probably is going to be her stepping stone. And for Marie, again, with or without the grind, for her, at least getting that, this is inspired by. Not like, you know, inspired by is really loose in movies nowadays. <laughs> Roughly means we use some names. But even having that, where it's like, oh my God, you went through all this, tell us about it. She doesn't get that. So now you have, like she even mentioned, people coming to her saying, oh, he's just so sensitive. Well, that, and then she got to hate Taylor. Taylor's like, I don't know why she liked this. You know that girl auditioned too. Right. Because she she would bring up the nudity scene of it too, where it's like, yeah, like, come on, dog. What was that about? She got to hate Taylor, but then on one end, like I say, like sometimes you just, and both of these characters, they don't take accountability of themselves right. in their own actions. No, they don't. But I'm just saying, Taylor, but, I, I, we don't get to ever see Taylor, but Taylor know what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what's so funny. But what I was going to say is that with Marie, just like with, with the whole grind thing, this is my thing. How do you, you're an actress, your boyfriend just is probably going to, you know, he's about to blow up, right? You can put yourself in positions to where you can be in all these different films and stuff like that. Well, just like I tell my girl, I told her um, a while ago, like you have to know what your purpose is and step into it or somebody else going to define it for you. So she, since she didn't step into it or grind and do what she needed to do. Now she's pushed back to just being Malcolm's girlfriend. But just like, like she was offended. He, she didn't say she was offended. But the reason why it was brought up the fact that they was like, oh, talk, compliment her saying that she, it, which is kind of, I could understand it not being a compliment about her being a model or something. Yeah, it's because not I because see that, they're, not, they're not recognizing her talent. They just look right, at her. It's, recognizing her beauty. Yeah. Right. And um, the fact that she's really. I didn't, I, I, don't know, I didn't pick that up at first, but like now that you say that. Because uh, I, I I guess when it was being sure. brought up earlier, I didn't think about her as an actress. And then know some of these people there would know she 
audition and tried to do stuff, but they keep bringing up old oh, model, model, model. Nobody want to hear that when they're trying to, you know, yeah. actually be in front of the camera and, and, and have parts and lines and stuff. Yeah, and she might not have any aspirations at all to be a model. And that's just like, that goes back to my point that people will define you as something if you don't try to step into that thing. What, what would be the the directorial equivalent diss? Like if somebody was like, oh, you know, instead of calling you a director, they called you like X, like some like several rings lower. What would that be? So like you're trying to be an actor, somebody calls you a model. What would that be for a director? You're trying to be a director, but then somebody calls you this and it's like a diss, but not everybody would know it's a diss. I don't know. I, I just always feel like it's either you you a director or you're not. <laughs> it's kind of like would it be like I don't know. Like would it be like you only like directing certain sorts of stuff rather you know, than like I would say for me it would probably be and I it's no shade to people who do this, but it's like people who direct like um commercials and stuff. Like only maybe commercials, like you mean? Music videos, maybe. Well, I would music videos can be kind of music videos are cool. I'm just saying like I'm I'm saying like well, one thing I used to hear a lot was that um, people used to ask me why I didn't do like music videos, and mm. it used to make me feel like, well, you know, people ask me this because I'm black or whatever or what, mm. you know what I'm saying? And I, I think when I was young, I used to be a little offended by it because in my mind, I'm like, I want to make films, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think anybody goes to film school to make commercials. Yeah, and just like you know, when you're when you're doing stuff in journalism, there's certain things if you write about certain topics, people shit on that versus something else. So like if you were doing something on like uh, sports or games, it, there's a time where like people used to be like, oh, "You don't write about politics." Or you're like, like you're not a good writer if you don't write about certain things. You you couldn't make it to that level, kind of thing. But that's the thing that that could be something that you like. Just like you could be a model and an actress. Or a model and an actor, and there could be, but that has to be something that you like, or you, you know, what I'm saying you consider that to be a stepping stone, or so on and so forth. Well, like this is certain, there's you, a certain prestige that comes with writing novels versus because now it, writing, you remember because you remember when we were in creative writing, it would people would shit on the idea for a long time about writing like screenplays. They were like, you, you ain't writing a novel, you ain't a real writer. You know what I mean? Mm. They like like not only is it like a separate type of writing, but it, it's not as as um, it it's the craft that it takes isn't as as strenuous, and it's just something about like the visual part of that that strips away like the kind of the gravitas for a lot of people. Now that's changed a lot. Now people, you rather much rather be like a you know a writer on TV than you would a novelist at this point. But that's like a change that's happened in the since yeah, the nineties. That, that was gonna happen anyway. Yeah, it was I remember, coming. I remember, like, even when I was taking creative writing, that's actually why I started studying film in school because I was like, most most people don't read. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the other part that started coming. Like, out. I don't, I, mean, I don't know, no easier way to say it. There's not too many people that like read books, so most people they get their content from visual media. And then what ends up well, and then the other thing that ends up happening is, or somebody just takes a book and then they just like, well people like this book, but they'll love the movie. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or oh, they'll love the TV show. Like, and that's kind of where we see the MCU coming up. Like, I mean, everybody's like, oh my God, the MCU is so good. I'm like, this is the comic books. I mean, they, there's like a few twists on it, but like, that's actually why DC EU ain't doing shit is they keep trying to make original scripts where they got these cold ass comic books and cold ass cartoon uh, movies and they just won't adapt them 
the live at whatever. That's this whole other thing. They, and and what's crazy about D- DC, what people don't know, and this I might be biased in saying this, they co- a lot of their comic book stores are better, much better in some they cases. Have, they have better, like, like uh, Acropolis War, Apocalypse War. Excuse me, cold, mm. cold came out last year. You make that, bro, you can make five billion dollars at the box office right now, but they won't do it. I don't but know why. Getting, but we're getting the Snyder cut full. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I, no, we're not oh, doing God. it. We're not doing it. We're getting way too far off. I'm not talking about the Snyder cut. This but four no, hour no. long thing. Oh, that I definitely need to be an episode. We definitely <laughs> got to do Snyder. I'm not. I'm not. All right. Let's uh, stick to Malcolm Marie. Good boy, you have me. Oh, we an hour in anyway. Look, we, we going yeah, long. Yeah. I think it's about time for us to go ahead and cut down. Yeah, Y'all man, got any closing thoughts? Yeah, we don't need to get shut down because we dissing Snyder. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to just say watch Malcolm and Marie alone. Yeah. Don't watch it with your partner. At least, like, ease into it by yourself. And then y'all can talk about it after because you don't want to mess around and be like, you said that. But <laughs> the movie's worth looking at. Uh, I, I thought it was insightful in some ways. I see why a lot of people actually don't like it. But, um, you know, I, I thought that there was some actually some pretty solid stuff in here. And um, if you're a man watching this and you are acting like Malcolm, man, learn to open up some because it, 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 it's not good to be stunted like that. And a lot of us are like that. Exactly. Um, anything else you anything you want to add, Sam, before we get out of here? No, man. Again, it was great being back with you guys again. Always a pleasure. Watch the movie again. I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's a little long. Again, if you don't want to watch it for like the actual topics they're talking about, I think the cinematography is great to look at. Oh, it's definitely. Yeah, man. And I love the black and white too. Yeah. Like that to me, if you're like a young, inspiring or old, inspiring, (laughs) seeing that, like it will give you something to look at. It's like, yo, maybe I can not replicate, but find something that I can do in my own film. Yeah. If you want to learn how to take some shots, you want to learn like some cinematography, watch this. Yeah. Definitely. But anyway, thank you guys for rocking with us this long. Uh, once again, you guys can follow us on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Low Key Pod. Sam, where can everybody find you at? You can find me pretty much on all social media as Sam said it, DFW. All right, cool. And there it is. We out of here. Peace. Peace.